Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I have a question for you. Has anybody asked you, who are you? Why are you here? (laughs) More importantly, have you ever asked yourself, who am I? And why am I here? And let me ask you this. Do you actually know what you really want in life? Do you really understand the motivations behind the goals and the dreams that you have? Well, I can tell you that most people don't. And so if you might be a little fuzzy on those things, don't feel bad. You can, however, get clarity. And that's one of the things that I desire to help people with through all of the content that I create, all of the the paid products and services that I do. It's, it's just who I am and why I'm here. So anyway, I wanted to share with you a conversation that I recently had with Michael DeLon. Now, this is not like some of the more recent episodes of this show where I was doing a coaching call on Clubhouse. Instead, Michael DeLon is the host of a podcast called Experts Speak. He actually does this, I think, in conjunction with his business called The Paperback Expert. But Michael DeLon recently invited me to be a guest on his podcast. After we recorded this interview, I said, Michael, there are some things that came out in this episode that I've never communicated publicly before, and certainly not in as concise a way as this. Do you mind if I take my recording from my side and share this as an episode on my podcast, The Cliff Raven Scrap Show? And he gave me permission, and with that, I invite you to potentially take notes on some of the insights I'd listen for at least one, two, or three, maybe four insights. There's more in there to be had. But there is potentially one, two, or three insights that I'm convinced could change the trajectory of your life if you pick up on them. So without any further ado, here's that conversation right now. Cliff, thanks for being with me today. Michael, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Well, you're welcome. We're going to have a great time. Cliff, um, you do a lot of things. I'm going to let you kind of explain it, but I kind of summarize with you help people free themselves from limiting beliefs so that we can pursue the life we really desire. Yes, that's exactly what I do. Okay, love it. There's there's your statement. Tell us a bit, tell us about that, Cliff. I mean, give us a snapshot of who you are, and then how did you get into this whole thing? What I do is I help mostly people who have left an entire lifetime of being an employee make a very successful transition into full-time self-employment, starting growing a business, especially if they want to get into the opportunities that exist in an online business space. That's the primary focus of who I help, although that's not by any chance who I limit myself to. What I have found is that no matter where 
you are in life, there's typically something that you feel there's something is missing, that there there's something that I'm called to do that I've had a desire and a dream to do, whether or not I feel like it's possible or whether or not people would be accepting of me bucking the norm of what's been expected and stuff like that. But man, I really feel like I'm called to live a life completely different than the life I'm currently living right now. For some people, that is making a leap from employment to self-employment. For some people, that's full-time self-employment. And you know what? Gosh, I'm making $120,000, $150,000 a year. But I see an opportunity for me to make a half million dollars or $1.5 million a year in personal income. But that freaks me out because I feel that it would separate me from everybody I've ever known. And yeah. and I don't know that I, I'm willing to do that or if I can do that. How do I navigate these mental blocks that keep me self-sabotaging my success so that I don't lose the comfort of these connections? There are some people who like, you know, what I feel most called to do in this world is to live a life where I'm not obsessed with eating all day, every day, and I'm 180 pounds overweight Uh, with not, that's not too much of an exaggeration. I've worked with people who are more than 180 pounds overweight and there are a whole number of different areas of life. It's just the question of what I like to do is work with people and help them get clarity in an area that they never knew that they needed clarity on. A lot of people are like, listen, okay, here's my situation. I've got this business pursuit, and Cliff, all I need is some clarity about what is the next business thing for me to do. Should I go down this road in my business? Should I go down this road in my business? And should I go down this road in my business? And I'm like, listen, you're asking the wrong question. You do not need clarity about which of these different options are the best decision in your business. What you need clarity on is something much more essential. And they'll say, okay. And and so here's what I like to do. I say, let me ask you two questions. See if you can answer these. Who are you and why are you here? Why do you exist? Why do you walk this planet? Tell me. About almost 10 out of 10, certainly 98 or 99 out of every 100 people I ask that question to have no answer to those two questions. Yep. And I said, this is where your clarity issues come from. If you could answer these two questions, you'll never lack clarity again a day in your life. Everything will just fall into place as far as what you should do next. Matter of fact, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you do this business idea, this business idea, or if you completely shut down that business and go pursue something else. If you could just get clear, who am I? Why am I here? Everything falls into place. So that's the first thing that I like to do is I like to help people get clarity about who they are and why they're here. Then once you finally figure out the answer to the two most important questions of life, who am I, why am I here, I then help people discover what do I truly want? Sometimes I'll play around with the order of the questions I ask my clients, and I'll, instead of asking who am I and why am I here, I'll just sit there. I'll say, so tell me, what's on your mind? What is it that you most want to accomplish? Oh, I know. I want to, I want to go from making $150,000 a year to $300,000 a year. And I'm like, okay, well, tell me, why do you want this? Why? And I'm shocked at the number of people who have no clue why they want this. 
But then occasionally I run across somebody who says that they do know why they want this. If I could do this, if I could double my income from this to this, here are the five things I would be able to do. And I'm like, why would you like to do those five things? Yep. And the, the, and they're like stymied. It's like, oh my gosh, I have no idea why I would like to do these things. See, well, first of all, you'll never know why you want to do anything until you have clarity about who am I and why am I here. Right. But the reality is, is that oftentimes people get stuck in life because they think they know what they want, but they really have no clue. And what I mean by this is like, well, tell me, how would your life be better if you had these five things, let's just assume you double your income, you get all five of these things, what will you then have that you don't have now? And ideally, what I want people to do is I, I want people to understand that whatever they're wanting, whatever they're pursuing, whatever their goals are, in essence, what we're getting down to is a way that those things would make us feel our emotional state. It's like, this will help me feel more secure. This will help me feel more free. This will help me feel more connected to others. This will help me feel more generous and giving. In essence, nobody ever wants money. Nobody ever wants a house. Nobody ever wants a car. Nobody ever wants these things. That's what we say we want. But actually what we want is how this house will make us feel how this car will make us feel, how this amount of money will make us feel. It's an emotional state that we're after. And what I love to do then, uh, Michael, is I love to go in and help people understand that those things that they think that they want to get those feelings will never give them those feelings. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. They will temporarily. And they always have for you temporarily. All the things you've ever wanted before that you've gone after, chased after because of how those things would make you feel, when you got them, there is excitement and there's celebration and there's a little bit of, wow, that fulfilled feeling. And it lasts for a couple of minutes, sometimes a couple of hours occasionally the feeling that you were going after in the achievement or the attainment of that thing lasts a couple of days. Very rarely does it last a couple of months. And certainly it's very seldom, if ever, does the contentment last for a couple of years before all of a sudden you grow accustomed to it. And now I I feel this uneasiness. I need to go do, do something more. What we experience is that there's always a lack of something in our life. And what I love to do is help people understand that you do not lack anything. Anything and everything you could ever possibly want is already yours and it's inside of you. Yep. Not everybody that I work with is a Christian, but one of the things that I love to do is to show that this is what Jesus's message was largely about. He says, listen, don't be anxious about anything. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about what clothes you'll wear, what food you will eat. Don't worry about where you're going to do your work. Don't worry about any of these things. He's not saying go around naked and, and just fast for the rest of your life and don't do anything. That's not what he's saying. He says, listen, don't worry about those things. Don't be anxious about those things. Things. Instead, seek first, he says, the kingdom of God. In essence, what he's saying is seek first your union of where you came from. What is your source of all things? And if you could just remain united with me. And he says, by the way, he says, and the kingdom of God is within you. 
Yep. Not that the kingdom of God is some far off land that you'll finally attain maybe if you do everything right here before you die. That's not the kingdom of God that he was talking. The kingdom of God is inside of you. You lack nothing if you actually do realize that if you come to me, I will give you rest for your soul. And when you can identify yourself as soul and in union with me, you'll recognize you lack absolutely nothing, that everything that is was created by us. We are one. You and I are one. And so... If I can help people understand that you can have all of those feelings that you currently lack in your life right now without any change whatsoever to your outside circumstance. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's man. what I help people do. I help people do that. And then once you finally realize that I could actually feel anything that I want to feel on the positive side of things, I can do all of that and generate it within myself. I don't have to go achieve anything. Right. That's when you become truly free. And then you no longer go after a certain income level or a certain number of this goal and that goal and that goal because you're trying to fulfill some lack in your life. No, instead, you can go, you're free to go do all of those things, pursue all those things, achieve all of those things, not because you're fulfilling a lot, but because you're doing it and operating out of the abundance of already having everything you could ever want. Yep. One of my one of my favorite passages out of scripture is Galatians 5 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And how many times do we constrain ourselves or put ourselves back into prison when we're not anchoring ourselves in that that relationship with Christ and saying, This is who I am, this is who God made me to be. And stop looking at what they say is success, right? And too many yep. times yep. We are, we're measuring ourselves. We're looking at measuring ourselves against somebody else. And Jesus was pretty clear about that too. The scriptures talk about comparison and not to do it, to take what God's given you. And here's something that really hit me. And, and I assume you've talked about this to people. You know, Matthew 25 is the parable of the of the talents, right? The, the five talent guy, the three talent guy, and the one talent guy or something. And right in that passage, the the master gave talents to his servants, each according to their ability. Yeah. So, Cliff, I'm probably a two-talent guy. I don't need to look at somebody like you who might be a five-talent guy and compare myself. I don't need to do that. I need to work with the two talents God gave me and see if I can make those into four talents, right? Using what he's given me. Yeah. Right. It says, he who is faithful with what he has will be given more. That's right. And so that's that's how we evolve. That's how we grow. And it's, it's just we're all on our own individual journeys. Again, yes, I, I definitely talk with a lot of people about the comparison traps. A lot of people say, well, yeah. I'm no Amy Porterfield. I'm no Tony <laughs> Robbins. I'm no this. I'm no. Th-. Yeah, you're right. You're not. And you never <laughs> will be. Yeah, we already have one of those. Thank God. Right. Thank you. Yes. Be you. Be you. Be be all of you. And by the way, don't feel like you will finally be you if you attain that level of adoration of large crowds of people. No, if if you can't experience fulfillment now, you'll never experience it then. Oh, that is that is so true, right? And it, it, that lays right into like giving. People say, well, when I'm rich, I will give. Yep. Well, if you're not giving now, you're not going to give then. Don't stop lying to yourself. But it, those are those those lies, those limiting beliefs. And going back to your, your example earlier of somebody who's moving out of the workforce into 
sole proprietorship, right? Being an entrepreneur, a lot of freedom there, a lot of shackles there. It's the mindset that we bring to that and the service mentality, I think, that makes all the difference in the world, right? It to, does. To, to put the needs of others ahead of our own in making it all happen. It does. And actually, while most people get that, they understand. It's like, you know what? For the, the, One of the reasons why they want to go out and do this isn't just so that they can make more money and completely eliminate the ceiling on their income, which are nice side benefits, by the way. Right. But it also, by the way, <laughs> removes the floor of the ocean for which depths <laughs> you can go down on the risk side of things. Right. Uh, so, but anyway, but what I have found almost everyone that I work with, they have that mindset that I am go- I'm in this for service. I'm in here to really, I want to free up all of my time, effort, and energy, and I really want to spend my time serving people with those gifts and talents that I have. One of the greatest struggles, however, is that they oftentimes come in with a limited mindset of what it means to be of service to others. So what I mean by that is like for me to truly serve, I must never turn anyone down. If anybody comes to me for help, I must help everyone. And, you know, I know that I need to make a living and I need to provide for my family. And so therefore, that's why I charge money for what I do, which sometimes for them, Their mindset is such a way that that's the only reason they charge money. If I had all the money in the world, I'd never charge a client for anything. I'd do this totally nonprofit, which, by the way, could be one of the worst things you could do for some of the people that you serve. Right. Uh, Sometimes you're serving them by charging them, asking them to put some skin in the game and to have a little bit of leverage to take action on the value that you bring to the table. One of the biggest or one of the among the top struggles that new business owners come into is that they are so scared of charging money for what they do. They are so scared of people not being able to afford them and what that might, what people will say if they actually raise their rates beyond what they're currently charging, which oftentimes is a third of what they need just to be a responsible business owner. What you don't understand is that you're going to have to work around the clock, sacrifice everything, including balance in your life and potentially your health and relationships and all this other stuff if you don't raise your rates. And so that, that's another thing that I like to help people with. Yeah. And, and that's a big one. Right. And I, I read a, a book one time. I think it was Dan Kennedy. He said there are in the price world, there are two. Think of it as a chain. Right. And there are two links. One link is in the prospect's mind. And one link in that chain is in the business owner's mind. Which one do you think is harder to break? And he said, the one in the business owner's mind is much harder to break because we're scared. Just like you said, that's a limiting belief. And it goes back to, to something I wanted to come back to, that I am not worthy of charging a higher fee. And that goes back to what you said earlier about somebody who says, well, okay, I'm making 100000 I want to make 300000 but I'm fearful or I'm unworthy to make that because I might lose my friends. What will it do to me? All of that. Yeah, well, and a lot of people, especially from the faith perspective, they're like, money is the root of all evil is what they think in their head. And there's nowhere in the Bible that it says that. Right. It says the money, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Yeah. It's crazy over time how we just hear some things, and but when we adopt them, 
they get stuck, and whether we're consciously aware of it or not, we begin to live our life with that conditioned mindset, and yes. we have other things that get conditioned on top of it. Uh, one of the my favorite books that I read, have you ever read Thou Shall Prosper by Rabbi Daniel Lappin? I haven't read it. It's on my to-do list. It's on my list. If you ever get a chance, grab this book, and if you just read the foreword by Dave Ramsey is really good, then the introduction, and then what would be considered the first chapter, or it's it's like the first commandment of wealth building or something like that is what he calls it. Basically, it shows you that we have been conditioned since we were children to think of business owners as being evil people. Look at all of the movies. Who is the bad guy? It's the evil corporate overlords. It's the business guy who's always swindling people, taking advantage of people. And it's over and over again. It's in our TV shows. It's in our, it's, it's, it's just everywhere. everywhere. It's everywhere. And that, that's a hard mindset to come to, to overcome as a Christian business owner to go, well, uh, you know, uh, is it okay to have money? Then you go back into the scriptures, you read it. And there are lots of people who had lots of money. Who were, who were fellow you know who were fellow believers, it, so and I, so I was talking in this mastermind group I'm in, a couple of millionaires took them out to dinner. That's a good thing to do, by the way. Take a millionaire out to dinner and just talk, find out their story. And one of the guys who'd lost you know millions back in the 2008 crash and stuff, rebuild it. He's like, Michael. He's like, money is an amplifier. That's yes. all it is. That's it. That's all it is. If you're a good person, it'll amplify the good you can do. If you're an evil person, it will amplify the evil you're going to do. That's all it is. I mean, yep. That is a great way to look at money. And get this. Here's the interesting thing. It's an amplifier not just in good and evil. It's an amplifier of all aspects of your life. So if your emotional state is a very positive, happy, peaceful person, then the more money you have, you will exponentially increase the amount of happiness and peace and joy and love that you have. But if your personality style currently, your emotional home uh, goes around, if you're a worrier, if you're an anxious person, if you're a fearful person, it's going to amplify all of those things. And the cool thing is, is you can change who you are. Michael, I have a very controversial view on personality tests. Okay. I hate them. I think they're the worst thing to invest your time on. I Man. don't don't waste your do- time with one of those multiple. This is Cliff's, Cliff's opinion here. Don't waste your time on those multiple serve. You know, because all you're going to do is you're going to reveal your programming code that you did not consciously choose. I promise you this: God did not program what you think. When you were born, it's not in your genetic code. You adopted who you are and how you think and how you feel about things through all of the different experiences and environments that you've been in in your entire life. It's things that your teachers said, your preachers said, your parents said, your peers said, and what you've experienced, the television shows, the books that you've read, the movies you've seen. So when you actually take a personality test and it's like, oh, well, I'm a Enneagram 4 or I'm an INTFJ or I'm a DIS see or whatever you know what the, you are not any of those things 
Right. Those are just the manifestations of the programming code that is your belief system. And yes. most, uh, matter of fact, I've never met anyone throughout their growing up years who says, you know what, I am going to consciously evaluate anything and everything everyone ever says to me and everything I ever witness, and I'm going to then intellectually use the intuition that God has given me to choose what is true and what is not true. No, that's not the approach. No. Uh, So what happens is we unconsciously just say, oh, well, this happened and this happened and this person says that and that backs up what I assumed over here. And so, yes, I believe this, I believe this and believe this and believe this. And now all of a sudden you're either shy or more outgoing or you're a risk taker and adventurer, adventure seeker, or you're somebody who, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I, that's scary and I need to stay in my comfort zone. You are not those things. That is your personality. And the word personality comes from the Greek word persona. And persona actually means mask. So back in the Greek days, they used to do dramas or plays in public, and they would have an actor come out on the stage, and they would have they would bring up a persona and play this role. I'm a happy blah, 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 blah. And then the, and the, and the actor would take off this mask and put on this mask. So basically, throughout life, we have all of these different opportunities put on personas, but all mm-hmm. of a sudden what happens is over time, we like, oh, This is the persona that I find gives me the most comfort. And now all of a sudden that mask over time gets stuck on us. And now because you have a mask stuck on your face, we call it a personality. That's you see, that's brilliant. I hope people go back and re-listen to that because it's it's beautiful. And and the story I've got from that is you're right. And it, it, it is it's what we tell ourselves as well, because they're reinforcing beliefs. So for a long time, when I was in ministry with family life. I was running one of the departments and I told everybody, I said, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm an intrapreneur. I work great within an organization. So mm-hmm. that's what I told myself for years. Well, the day came when I found myself in prison, right? And, and things weren't working well and I needed to step out. I had to change that persona to go, no, I am an entrepreneur. And, and that was scary because I didn't have the accounting behind me, the HR behind me. I had, I had me, right? Yeah. But I, it, I had to change what I told myself, to change my beliefs, to change who I am. Exactly. Peter one day was asked to change his persona for just a moment. And he grew up with an entire lifetime of experience that says, I am one who does not walk on water. <laughs> That's just not my personality. I I don't know which Enneagram you have to be to be the type of Enneagram that walks on water, but that's not my Enneagram. So I'm sorry to pick up on the pick on the Enneagram. Uh, But but you know what? That's just not my personality. Yeah. But then all of a sudden Jesus says, hey, why don't you just go ahead and put this persona on? And he did. And guess what he did? The guy walked on water. And what I love about this is we're created in the image of a creator. We're created in the image of God. We've been imbued with the gift of creating. And here's what I love. We have been given free will to create our life, to create and change our persona. And and that's what, matter of fact, that's what Jesus was all about. Listen, your personality is anxious, fearful, worried, doubt, how long should I put up with you? He, gosh, you doubt every time. It's like, <laughs> would you just take that mask off? 
listen, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is good, focus on these things. Let this be your guide. Let this be your personality. That's right. Think about these things. Think. Right? And it Consciously to, think. How are we thinking? I use an analogy or, or an acronym for people. It's called T, T-E-A. Thinking, emotions, and then actions. Yes. Because our thinking influences how we feel, and that influences how we act many times. Yeah. You can change any of those, right? But what are you thinking about? What limiting beliefs are you accepting into your mind? Why? Are those congruent with who you are and what you want to do and be? Change it. So I, I want to expand on your T thing. If, feel free to use this if you choose to do so. So expand your T all the way to tear. Okay. So imagine tears of sadness or tears of joy. Which would you prefer having in life? Joy. All right. So here's the formula. Thoughts plus emotions equals the actions that we have. So our thoughts and how we feel about them lead to the actions that we take. Yep. And actions always equal the results that we get. So our thoughts and emotional states will determine what actions we take and what actions we take res- uh, will lead to what results we get in life. So the results are results that make us cry tears of sadness or the results we get can have tears of overwhelming awe and joy. Now, what results you get will be determined on what actions you take. And what actions you take will always be based upon what how you're thinking and how you're feeling in any given moment in time. Now, here's the one thing that I also do to, to summarize and to, to wrap up what I most do in this world is I help people to understand that you can be in control of your own thoughts and you also have the ability, unless there is actually a chemical imbalance in your brain, you can be in 100% control of your emotional state 24 hours a day, seven days of the week. You are never required to be angry. You are never required to be depressed. You are never required to be fearful. You are never required to be anxious. And if you were, Jesus would say, be, there wouldn't be things like be anxious about nothing. Do right. not worry. Be not afraid. Do not fear. That's right. And, and the, the one that I come back to all the time is give thanks in all circumstances. And so, rejoice. And again, rejoice. I say rejoice always. Yeah, be joyful. Okay. So right before we got on, I got a text from a friend of mine with, I mean, it was bad news. It wasn't horrible news, but it was bad news. We'd been praying for something. God answered no. And in that moment I went, all right, thank you, God. I don't know why I'm thanking you, but I know there's good here somewhere, right? He's working. And so many times when we get a no answer, we go, and we complain and we, and there goes our thinking and our mindset. Yeah. they know God's got a plan. He's doing something. I may not be able to see it right now, but I believe that he's good and that things are going to work out for my best. Because I, that's I love that. I love that. The only and and I want to say I agree with every single thing that you said except for one thing. Okay. You did not receive bad news. You received news. News. Yes. Very you, good. Based upon your perception 
with the amount of information that's currently available to you and your own interpretation of that data, you've given it the quality of bad. But there is no good or bad. There is just, there just is what is. Yeah. That's right. And it and it's not necessarily good or bad. That's a perception. And and we can actually change our perception. And how many times have we? It's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. And I can't believe I have to go through this. Why do bad things happen to good people? And maybe I'm not good and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, 10 years down the road, it's like, man, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, totally. Yeah. I remember getting fired from my first job years and years and years ago. When I got the news, it was like, <gasps> looking back, I'm like, oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Got me yeah. out of that place, right? So, and that's the, so, so in that context, when, when you got let go, that wasn't a bad, that wasn't bad. No. It felt bad and the perception was bad based upon your current thoughts and yeah. of course, your emotional state at the time, you, you, you get your perception and the label that pl- was placed upon it. This is ba- this is a bad experience, but yeah. it wasn't a bad experience. And by the way, it's it wasn't a good experience either. It, 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 it's a good experience by your perception today based upon how you're reviewing all the things since then. It, right. it still just is what it was. That's right. And when you look at things like that and you control your thinking about yes. those events, your emotions fall into place, your actions will be better, your results are going to be better, and you are going to be able to live the life that you desire because, as you said at the beginning, all of that, everything we just talked about is within me. Yes. Therein lies the power to live the life that we want. So, Cliff, I know you and I could talk for another hour and a half. I know we could because this is this is an amazing. How can people get a, get in touch with you if they want more information, more help, or, or just want to connect with you? Where, where do they go? Head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free. And there you will see a 90-second video clip of me shredding three $100 bills and throwing them in the trash. And I talk about the fact that all beliefs have consequences. Now, if you are intrigued when you see that 90-second video clip, there's an opportunity for you to put your name and email address at the bottom and get free access to the full one-hour video, which is my opening keynote address to the Free the Dream conference that I do with my wife. And this video will teach you, number one, Where did your beliefs come from? How do you identify limiting beliefs and how to eliminate limiting beliefs from your life? And specifically, if you have any problems with charging people money or raising your rates, this is an incredibly powerful video that could transform your life forever. And it's available for free at mindsetanswerman.com slash free. Awesome. I I just love what you do, Cliff, because you, you help people really diagnose the real solution. You help them find the real solution, which is always inside of us. It's not what's happening out there. It's what's happening in here and in here, your brain and your heart that make all the difference in the world. And that's where that freedom that Christ was talking about really happens when we connect and understand who we are and why are we here. Well, there you go. That was my conversation with Michael DeLon. I hope that you were able to come away from that conversation with at least three or four of the many 
potentially life-transforming insights that were that that popped up into that conversation. Anyway, I, I I love what I do here. I am so thrilled and I'm honored to have you listening to this show. And I want to just say a special thank you to my sponsor, Cliff Ravenscraft. <laughs> Seriously, I am the sponsor of this show. The reason why I'm able to create this content and all the other content that I produce in the world and make available is due to the work that I do through the paid products and services that I have. And I'd love to just briefly mention a couple of things that are available. First off, if you happen to be a business owner, you know about the risks that are associated with owning your own business, but you also know about the many rewards that come along with it. And you understand the roller coaster ride that sometimes exists for business owners. Have you ever felt lonely at the top? Have you ever felt like, man, there's not very many people in my peer group that really understand the kind of decisions that I face? There's very few people that understand some of the concerns that come up, meeting payroll and and the, the ups and downs of income, depending upon things that are sometimes out of our control, maybe sometimes the things that are within our control, but we didn't control very well. If you ever wished you could have more people who understood what it felt like to live life at your level as an entrepreneur and a business owner, well, that's exactly what the Next Level Mastermind has been doing for people. It's been giving folks an environment to do life with other business owners. It's called the Next Level Mastermind. We've been doing this thing since November 2017, and I have a few seats available. If you're interested in more details about this, email me with the subject line, Next Level Mastermind. Now, Some of you listening to this might not be a business owner, or maybe you're just getting started in a business, or maybe you have an idea of a business you want to start, or there's another area of your life that you want to seek significant transformation. Well, one of the things that you heard about in this episode is that I want to help you succeed in accomplishing any of your desired outcomes in life that you feel called to pursue. But I also would love to come along along that process and help you achieve those things by getting clarity on Who am I? Why am I here? And what is it that I'm truly after? Once you get clarity about those things and realize that, wow, there's a way to have what I truly want and recognize that I I really don't need anything else, but I still have the gift and the opportunity and the pleasure of going after and achieving new things out of an abundance, out of service to others, and and just to, to have enjoyment and fulfillment of playing with life, not to be fulfilled, but out of fulfillment, there's so much that's possible. Well, if you would like one-on-one coaching, no matter where you are in life, no matter what title you have, no matter how you define yourself. If you would like to talk to me about one-on-one coaching, email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. In the subject line, put one-on-one coaching. And then, of course, I just want to remind you guys of two other things. I have a $10 a month program where you can get all sorts of insights into the behind-the-scenes stuff of what's going on in my business, but not only just what's going on in my business, my own personal life. If you wish you could understand, man, what makes this guy Cliff Ravenscraft tick? If that's ever been a question that's been going on in your mind or, you know, I could, I just feel so inspired and motivated whenever I hear Cliff speak. If that's you, you might be interested in my Train with Cliff audio program. You can learn more about that at trainwithcliff.com. 
And then finally, if you're hearing this before July 26th or the end of the day on July 26th, right now, if you use my affiliate link for Kajabi to use this platform to really be the main hub of pretty much everything, almost everything you need to run your business, you can get Kajabi, any of their tiers, for three months for one payment of $99 right now to give you a three-month trial to set it up, play around with it, create some things inside of there, three months for only $99, and then you can make a decision, do you want to continue on after that? That's available if you go to my affiliate link, which is at mindsetanswerman.com slash kajabi, mindsetanswerman.com slash k-a-j-a-b-i. Now, if you're listening to this after July 26th, 2021, you can still go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Kajabi, and there will be some sort of offer there. Typically, it's two weeks free is what you get. And I will just tell you that I love Kajabi. There'll be more announcements coming from me in the future related to Kajabi. Some That's all I'll say for now. But anyway... Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me share with you the things that I feel called to share, the things that make me come alive in hopes that they will entertain you, educate you, encourage you, and motivate you and inspire you to also come alive yourself, to finally figure out who you are, why are you here, what do you truly want, and then go live a life in alignment with who you feel called to be in this world. Until next time, I encourage you to take all of that to the next level. Mindset and Man.